Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. We're starting the very bottom of Lamed Gimlamud Beis, and really we're going to discuss two sections today that are very connected. The first section we're going to show is that the rule we said in the Mishnah about mitzvah sasesha asman grama, mitzvah sasesha lo asman grama, regarding the performance of women in those mitzvahs, we're going to see is not a perfect rule. It's not a always constant rule. And the second section we're going to deal with today is going to be trying to find the source for those rules, that women are exempt from mitzvah sasesha asman grama and chayev in mitzvah sasesha lo asman grama. So let's get started. The second to last line of Lama Gimlam base. Call mitzvah sasesha asman grama, any positive time-bound mitzvah women are, are, are exempt from. And the Mishnah said if it's a time if it's a positive non-time-bound mitzvah, women are chayev. So Tanah Rabban, it says the Bryce, Ezwi mitzvah sasesha asman grama. What are examples of mitzvah sasesha asman grama? Sukkah velulav, shoifar vitzitzis vitzfilin. So these different mitzvahs that have a specific time in the year or time in the day that one needs to do them, those are things that women will be exempt from. Rashi just points out regarding tefillin, this shita must hold, Lila is not the time of tefillin, or Shabbos and Yantif is not the time of tefillin. So therefore, women are exempt in these. And what are examples of mitzvah saseh that are not time-bound, that women are chayavin? Mezuzah, maike, which is building a ru- uh, fence on your roof, Aveda, returning a lost object, and sending away the mother bird. These are not time-bound. Women are chayav in these positive commandments. Asks the Gemara, who is this really a set, steadfast rule that they're always putter in these man grama and, and, and chayav in the non-zman grama mitzvahs? Hare matzah simcha v'hakel asks the Gemara, but we know that in regards to matzah, achilas matzah and lel seder, they are mechoyeves. Simcha, which is Simchas Yontif, we'll discuss this a, more, a little bit more later as well, but they are Mechoyev in the mitzvah of, sim, of Simcha. Rashi explains the way we know that they're Chayev in Matzah is because there's a comparison, those who are prohibited in consumption of Chametz and those that are Chayev in Matzah. And since they're prohibited in Chametz, they're also Chayev in Matzah. And regarding Simcha, it says, women are also Mechoyeves. Hakel, as well as Hakel, says the Gemara, Hakel is also a mitzvah that they're mechoyavosin. We know that the Pasuk says, Anashim nashim etaf, that they have to gather once every seven years for the king to read certain parts of the Torah. The mitzvah, Saseisha, Zaman, Groma, these are positive time-bound mitzvahs, Vinashim chayavos, and yet they're mechoyavos. So how can the Brisa and the Mishnah say as a steadfast rule, they're always exempt? Vesu, and the flip side, is also a question, because Vaharei Talmud Torah, regarding Torah study, we learned earlier, Vishinantam Levanecha excludes women, they're not Mechoyavas in, in, in Torah study. Peria Verivya, having children, at least according to the Tanakhama, we'll see there is an opinion who argues later. But Mistama, they're going to be exempt because they're not included in Kivshua, is that only those who are conquerors, which refers to men, are Mechoyav in Peria Verivya, Pidjina Ben. And Pidjina we also had an exclusion, they're not Chayavin. Those are positive, non time bound mitzvos. And yet, Dalacha is. Nashim Peturos, women are exempt. So you see, both rules that we stated in the Brisa and in the Mishnah seem to be, uh, really in the Mishnah, seem to be contradicted by these different myths you just quoted. So says, not a problem. We do not learn 
from the rule that is set forth, even if the rule says everything is like this besides for some exceptions. Even in such a scenario, you could assume it's not a steadfast rule, and there are exceptions that are not mentioned. So in this context, too, although we're saying they're chayiv in all mitzvahs, and exempt in all those that are Shazman grama, really there are exceptions to it. And Rabbi Yechina brings a riot this time because Mishnah in Erevin, when it talks about the food items that are able to be used to gather together either the houses in a chatzer to create Erev Echatzeros or the different court houses in the different courtyards with to make a joiner in regards to the alley in between. It says, So you can use any food in order to create the Erev Echatzeros. Or any food in order to create the shitufe muvos, chutz min besides for water and salt. As she explains, because it has to be a food that has a nurturing, a uh, nurturing capacity, and it's mezan, it satisfies that it uh, nurtures a person. So says the, says the Mishnah, those water and salt don't, that's why you can't use them. Other foods are able to be used to join people together so that they can carry. But Vesuleka says the Gemara, is that true? Are there no other foods? Well, you could come in Upitrias. But we have these mushrooms and uh, truffles, these different things that they're edible, but they're not actually considered mezan. They don't provide sustenance. So says the Gemara, it must be, says Rabbi We don't learn from general rules, even if it says chutz, meaning that you don't take the rule the Mishnah states forth as seriously like that. And the same thing is true over here. Even though it says they're exempt from all grama, there are certain grama that are exceptions. And likewise, regarding grama. Okay, let's move on to the second section now. Now we're going to try to figure out the source for these two rules. Says the Gemara, Mishnah told us that the positive time-bound mitzvahs women are exempt from inolence. The Gemara says, how do we know this? Answers the Gemara, Gomar mitfilin. There's a memotzinu from tefillin. Meaning the Torah tells us by tefillin, women are exempt. And that's a positive time-bound mitzvah. Ma tefillin nashim peturas. Just as regarding tefillin, women are exempt. And it's a positive time-bound mitzvah. So, so simple simple comparison. So general time bound mitzvahs women will be exempt. Says the Gemara, And how do we know that they're exempt in Tfilin? That's derived from Talmud Torah. Because the Psukim put in, in, in Shema actually it puts Tfilin right next to Talmud Torah. Pasuk says and then it says after so therefore there's a hekish that compares those two just as women are exempt from Talmud Torah we learn psukim that tell us that they're exempt so too regarding tefillin women are exempt and therefore we're able to say just like tefillin is mitzvah and they're exempt also memotzina tells us through regarding other mitzvah they'll also be exempt asks the Gemara why are you comparing tefillin to Talmud Torah to say that they're exempt in tefillin and thereby have a limud that all mezuzah women are potter? Maybe you should learn because there is also a comparison there between tefillin and mezuzah because the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, meaning the Pasuk there says, uh, next to tefillin, the concept of it also emphasizes the fact that you have to have a mezuzah, and women are chayv in mezuzah, as we'll see later. So therefore, maybe really they're mechoyavos in tefillin, and then they're mechoyavos also in mezuzah, 
So the Gemara answers, There is a direct comparison between Tefillin and Talmud Torah in both Ve'ahavta and Vahaya. So therefore, we're going to make a comparison between Tefillin and Talmud Torah as opposed to Tefillin and Mezuzah Parsha Shniya Lo Iskish. Tefillin is not compared to Talmud Torah in the second Parsha. As Rashi speaks out, because in the second Parsha, Talmud Torah uh, separates between them. It's not compared to mezuzah in that second parsha as Talmud Torah interposes between them. So therefore, we be- we'd rather make a hekish between tefillin and Talmud Torah, telling us tefillin women are exempt, and also other mitzvahs say from mematzinu women are exempt from in positive uh, time-bound mitzvahs. Asks the Gemara, Benakish mezuzah Talmud Torah. Okay, but once you're making these hekishim, so you should make a hekish between mezuzah and Talmud Torah as well, and say just as women are exempt in Talmud Torah, they're also exempt in mezuzah. So the Gemara says, Lasalka daitach. That shouldn't enter your mind. Because the pasuk says regarding mezuzah, Laman yirbu yemechem, in order that you have a long life. Meaning the implication is, you keep mezuzah properly, you'll have long years. Gavri boichai nashi loy Do men need to live long and women don't? I mean, obviously women have that avtach as well. They need that avtach as well. So therefore, obviously, logically, they'll be mechoyev in mezuzah and uh, not comparing it to Talmud Torah. Okay, now we're going to go through certain mitzvahs the Gemara is going to challenge and show that even though their mitzvahs are Shazman Groma, women are still mechoyavos. So it challenges our principle that we just established. Vare sukkah, the mitzvahs are Shazman Groma. Sukkah is a positive time-bound mitzvah. As it says, by sukkah yamim, you sit in the sukkah for seven days. And time of the of Rachman Ezrach, the reason we say women are exempt is because the Pasuk says by mitzvah sukkah ha'ezrach, the citizens, and the Gemara darshans elsewhere, that excludes women in Masech sukkah, but the implication, says the Gemara, is nashim chayavas. This would imply that in general, women would be chayav, and you need a special exception by sukkah to tell me they're, they're putter. So it's mashma that in general, mitzvah sasei shazman grama, women are actually chayav. So Rabbaye, Gemara gives two turrets. Rabbaye is the first answer. He says, it's terich. No, really, really, in general, all men are exempt from Mitzvah Seishas Gram. We derive Memetzinu from Tefillin. But here you need a special exception. Since we learn that the Pasuk tells us you should dwell in Sukkot, and we know that the Gemara in Sukkot teaches us you live in the Sukkot like you live in your house, in the same format. You'd say, just as in your house you live man and wife. So you'd say, maybe regarding Sukkot, it overrides the general principle of Mitzvah Grama, and she should be Mechuyeves. So Kamash Malan, therefore, the Pasuk needs to say ezrach, but that does not imply in general the Chayav and Mitzvah Seish Hazman Groma. Rav Amarav is the second answer. It's Terech. Really, again, really in general, Mitzvah Seish Hazman Groma, they're, they're, they're Pater. But there's a need for a special drasha turning to Lamed Dalad Mubeis to tell us by Sukkah they're also exempt. Because you might think that we should apply the Gezer Shava that connects Pesach and Sukkot, the 15th of Nisan and the 15th of Tishrei, to teach us Malahala Nashim Chayavas, just as regarding the Pesach, their Mechuyavas in Achilas uh, Matzah, which is the first night, Afkan Nashim Chayavas, so too regarding sitting in a sukkah, they should be Mechuyavas. Tzricha, that's why we need Ezrach to teach me, don't make that Gezer Shava, but in Achinami in general, they're also exempt from Mitzvah Saseh Shazman Grama. Okay, question number two. Which is the mitzvah to go up to Yerushalayim to the Beis Hamikdash specifically, and Yantif and bring Karbanos there, Alas Reiya. 
It's also a time-bound mitzvah. It's the yantif. The time of the cause of Rachman is and the Torah specifically excludes women by saying you're males. Chagiga tells us. So says the Gemara. Halav but that would imply that if you didn't have zechorcha, not nashim chayavus, you'd say women are chayav in the mitzvah of reiyah. So asks the Gemara. Lachari, you see that uh, women are chayavus in mitzvah sasechas man grama. Answers the Gemara. It's direct. Really, they're exempt in mitzvah sasechas man grama. However, by reiyah, you would have thought salkadei dechamina neila for reiyah reiyah mehakel. You would have thought that you should learn a gezera shava reiyah reiyah from hakel, which we do learn certain halachas from. And then you'd say that they should be mechuyavus in re'iyah. So therefore, we need a special pasuk of zechorcha to exclude them. But in general, also they're excluded from mitzvah saseh shazman grama. Now, asks the Gemara on the Yisod, the, the source that we brought. Why are you using tefillin as a source that just as they're exempt from tefillin, which we learned from Talmud Torah, they're also exempt in other positive time-bound mitzvahs, but maybe we should learn from simcha. We're going to learn later that there is a mitzvah of simcha that pertains to a woman on Yantif. She has to rejoice. Ato means women also have such a mitzvah. And if so, says the Gemara, that's a time-bound mitzvah. Maybe we should say all time-bound mitzvahs. So Amen. It's from there that they should be mechoyavos. Rabbi says, Really, a woman does not have her own independent mitzvah of simcha, but rather her husband has to be her by providing her with food and clothing, etc. This see machta is the way to read it. Asks the Gemara, Almana Michael Lemaimer, but Almana doesn't have a husband to do that. And the Chor the Pasik says, Almana, so it must be she has an independent mitzvah, and you see they are Mechuyavas in Mitzvah Saseh Shazman Grama. Answers the Gemara, no, it's also Bishriya Etzloi, the people she's staying at, meaning when the people invite her over for Yantif, they will take care of her and they'll make sure that she has a Simcha as well, because women don't have an independent mitzvah of Simcha. Therefore, we're not going to learn from there. General mitzvah because that's not really a woman's mitzvah, it's really the other people's mitzvah. Rather, we learn from Tfilin that they're exempt. Asks the Gemara, why don't we learn from Hakil? Women are chayiv in Hakil, it says, Anashim, Nashim Vitaf. So maybe we should learn from there that just as that's a time bound mitzvah, also time bound mitzvahs, Mamatzinu, women are mechuyavas. So the Gemara answers, because we have like this, there's a mitzvah of matzah v'chayevin, which is time-bound. There's also the mitzvah of hakel, which we just quoted, that's time-bound as well. So therefore, it creates shnei suvim abayim ke'echad, where the Torah goes out of its way to mention the same halacha in two different places. It's a limitation. Chol in You cannot derive from the fact that it said it in those two places elsewhere, because if it wanted to apply it elsewhere, it would have only said it in one of the places and applied it to the other, as well as elsewhere. The fact that it says it in those two is to show that it's a limited scope of the law. In those cases, she's mechuyavos, she's mechuyav, even though it's a mitzvah sasei shazman grama, but not in other mitzvah sasei shazman grama. Now, we didn't include simcha because we said that's not really her mitzvah. Yihachi says the Gemara, but if that's true, you could challenge our original source because tefillin re'iyah nami, you could say the same idea of tefillin and re'iyah, shnei suvim abayim ke'echad, that there are two mitzvah sasei shazman grama, and they're both written in the Torah. So you should say that we cannot derive from there to everywhere else from tefillin. It should be a limitation now. You can't apply elsewhere that, there, that a woman is mechuyavos from tefillin in mitzvah saseh shazman gramas. So the Gemara says the way to answer this is it couldn't have only written one of those two. And since it couldn't have only written one of those two, you wouldn't have learned the other one from it. It had to write both, but not so as to limit it to those two places. Tzrichi. The ikas of Rachman and Tefillin, because if it would have only written Tefillin, that she's mechuyavos, 
mean, I would have said like we said above. Is that you make a gezeres shava just as she's mechuyeves in hakel because it says anashim nashim mitaf, so she should be mechuyeves as well in reia. So therefore, it had to write by reia. She's also going to be exempt. If it only wrote that she's mechuyeves in reia, and it wouldn't write that she's that she's if she's putter in Re'iyah, and it wouldn't have written that she's Petura in Tefillin. Have, I mean, I would have said, Akish Tefillin the Mezuzah. So I would have said, let's compare Tefillin to Mezuzah. Like we said before, just as Mezuzah, she's Mechuyeves, also Tefillin, she's Mechuyeves. Tzricha, therefore, it needs to write it by Tefillin as well, but there's a reason it writes it in both places, Tefillin and Re'iyah, not to create a limitation, but just so that we know it applies in those two cases as well. And Tefillin remains a good source that Mitzvah Zman Grama, women are putter. Yehachi asks the Gemara, if so, matzah hakel nami You can say also a tzricha so when it comes to matzah and hakel. Say why it needed to write those two. And maybe that should become a good source to learn, actually, that uh, women are mechuyavos in mitzvah sasei man grama. So the Gemara says, lamai tzrichi. But let's go through that. Why would it be necessary to write both? Bish, lama ikasav rachmana hakel v'loikasav matzah. If we'd only written hakel and not matzah, hava aminas, I would have said, ne'elev chamishas or chamishas v'michagasukas. I would say, you should make a gzereshav between Pesach and Sukkot, chamishas or chamishas, and say just as they're exempt from sitting in a sukkah, so maybe they're exempt from eating matzah as well. Okay, there I understand why it needs to write matzah. But it could have just written matzah, and it did not have to write hakel. I mean, I would have said, if the children are chayav, it says the little ones are chayav. So certainly then, the women are going to be chayav in hakel. So therefore, Hilkach, the fact that the Torah goes out of its way to say again over here in an extra way that she's chayev in the mitzvah of hakel, that is a limitation because it was written unnecessarily. Therefore, you cannot derive from those two elsewhere, and therefore you're limited in the scope of that application, as opposed to tefillin, which is necessary to write along with re'iyah. You could derive from there. Mitzvah grama, women are exempt. Okay, so very good. So until now, we have a source that mitzvah women are chayv in positive time-bound mitzvahs from tefillin, and we don't learn from we don't learn from hakel and matzah that they should be chayv in time-bound mitzvahs because those two um, are limited by being They're both not necessary. They're not both necessary, whereas tefillin and reiyah are necessary. says. This would work according to the Shittu says, you cannot learn from. So then, if you hold like, very good, you could say you don't have to learn from Hakel and Matzah, but there is a Shittu says that when it comes to Tupsukim that write the same principle, you do derive a halacha from there so as to say that. In this context, Michael Amemar, you should learn from Atzan Hakel that in general, Mitzvah Sasei man Grama women are Mechuyavos. You don't have a limitation to answer. Now, the Gemara doesn't answer this question, but first it challenges the other rule that we stated before, because in the conclusion, we'll answer both questions together. Vesu, moving forward, Zak the Gemara Mitzvah Sasei man Grama Nash Mechuyavos. How do we know that when it comes to Positive non-time bound mitzvahs, women are chayev, Manala, and how do we know that the Yalif, Mi Myra, we learn from awe of parents. Ma Myra Nashim Chayavas, just as regarding awe of parents, women are Mikhuyavas because it says Tirau, Afkol Mitzvah Sasei Shalaz Mangrama Nashim Chayavas. Also when it comes to time bound 
sorry, non-time bound positive mitzvahs, women are chayavas. Asks the Gemara of Enelif Talmud Torah. Well, why don't we learn from Talmud Torah? Meaning that just as regarding Talmud Torah, it's it's a positive non-time bound mitzvah, and they're exempt. So maybe in general they're also exempt. Answers the Gemara Mishum Dahavale Talmud Torah Peria Verivia Shneik Suvma Baim Keachad because Talmud Torah and reproduction is two mitzvahs that are written. One l'char being unnecessary, so as to create a limitation that in those they're exempt, but in general, when it's not time bound, they're chayiv. Asks the Gemara, but this only works according to the Rabbanon who say women are exempt in period of Arivia. He holds that when the Pasuk says Hashem blessed them to reproduce, he was talking to both Adam and Chava, women are mechoyev in pro-revu. So Michael Amemar, so then what is there to say? Meaning, Lachari, you should say that you only have one source, which is going to be Talmud Torah, that they're exempt in it. In and you shall learn from there that in general they're also exempt. Answers the Gemara. So he finds a different one. Talmud Torah as well as Pidgin Aben are two non-time bound mitzvahs, and since they both are exempt in those cases, it would make sense that you don't learn from there to elsewhere, as opposed to you should learn from Moira that non-time bound. Uh, positive mitzvahs, women are going to be chayev. Asks the Gemara, according to Rebbe we should also say, which women are chayevin, and Moira, which women are also chayevin, it should be a limitation. You should say those are pos- positive non-time bound mitzvahs. It says it in two different places unnecessarily, and then it would come out that maybe those would be mechuyavos in those, but in general, non-time bound mitzvahs, maybe they're exempt. My answer is trichi. No, it needs to say those two, and it's not a limitation. It had only said she's chayiv in Moira and not periyavarivya. Havamina would have said vekivshua marachmana. The Torah says vekivshua regarding periyavarivya, the one who's the conqueror. Right, so only a man who, which is really the shita of the chachamim, who is uh, its way is to go conquer. He's chayiv in periyavarivya, but not a woman. So therefore, it needs to write also by Peri of Arivia, she is Chayef. The Ikas of Peri of Arivia, the Likas of Moira, and if it only written by Peri of Arivia and not Moira, Hava, I mean, I would have said, Ish de Sipek Biyade Lasais in, that regarding Moira, you, you argue and say, only a man who's always able to service his parents, he's Chayef in Moira, but Ish de Ain Sipek Biyade Lasais Loi. But a woman who's not constantly able to service her parents, she's not Mechuyev in uh, the mitzvah of Moira. So you'd say maybe she's not mechuyeves at all. That's why it needs to also write by Moira that she is mechuyeves again when she has the ability to, which would be even when she's married, when she has the opportunity, or after divorce certainly. And then it would emerge, says the Gemara, that those two psukim had to be written that she's mechuyev in those mitzvahs. And you could still learn from Moira that mitzvahs women are chayavas. Now the Gemara asks the same question we had before, which is So then you can create a limitation if you hold So then it would come out that there are two mitzvahs that women are putter in, which are according to the Rabbanan at least Talmud Torah and Peri of Arivia, but that creates a limitation so you don't apply that elsewhere. 
But according to the Shita who says that you could derive when it says it two times elsewhere, so you should learn from Talmud Torah and Peria Verivya that women are mechuyava, are potter in mitzvah saseh shalayaz man And we're actually going to stop here even though it's the middle of a sugya, but uh, Be'ez Rashim will pick up with the answer tomorrow or about a third of the way down, Lamed Hamud Aleph. We'll pick up Lamed Hay, Daf Lamed Hay tomorrow. Everybody have a wonderful day.